Hello, Gooped Gang. I really, okay, Gooped Gang will not stick, I promise. It's just what we're gonna have to work with right now. So, what is up, the listeners of Goop? Today, in honor of No Nuance November, I'm coming in hot. I am, will be sizzling through the ozone of your sensibilities. And just kind of going off because in the past two weeks, I've just, you know, like the Hulk says, I'm always angry. And I have found peace here and there, but it's, the moments are few and far between. And so there's just a lot that we need to discuss. There's a lot I think people have forgotten. And while I don't think the people that have forgotten necessarily are the people that listen to this podcast, I know that you guys know people who probably need this information relayed somehow and either it's through them listening to this themselves or through you you know just giving a kind suggestion or two to the people you know that are like this um before we get truly started uh i hope the election week was good to you uh that's pretty much all i have yeah, that's it. So, how do I get into what I want to talk about today? So, okay, so for the past two months or so, I've been in the Vanderpump Rules era of my quarantine. So I've just been watching, I actually have, I'm like six episodes away from finishing Vanderpump Rules, which is a feat because there's eight seasons and each season has like 26 episodes. So I've really just been full steaming ahead. And there's something I've noticed. So the show is like all white people in West Hollywood. Basically, it's a group of the worst people on earth hanging out and just being toxic together. And the show tricks you because the baseline for human behavior is so, like the bar is so low on that show that I actually have grown to like some of these characters. Like in an abstract sense, but I like them. Like I find enjoyment through watching the show but i it's it's just so easy to forget that they're literally all some of the worst people on the planet and they've all just taken turns being the worst but something i've noticed with the women on the show is how much they cry and this is not even nope no nuance no nuance in this episode because i'm not going to backtrack and explain is how much they cry and it's interesting because it's whenever they don't have a leg to stand on like someone will come and confront one of them for some reason like for example okay one of the girls sheena who's been there since season one was being a mega bitch to one of the new girls dana who like was starting was started was starting to see this guy that sheena had been with a year ago and as soon as dana was like hey um you have been wretched to me, hazing me. She, Miss Sheena comes in with the, the white woman tears. Because she has nothing else to say at that point. Like, categorically, like, she wasn't making sense. It was middle school behavior. Sheena, you were 34 years old. 34 years old, we don't need to be fighting about the fuck boys that manage bars. Like, you're better than this. She starts crying and she's like, I've been going through so much this year. Like, blah, 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 blah. And doesn't, and didn't apologize. She just didn't apologize. And I've noticed that 
a lot. Like in the summer, I would talk to some people about what was going on with me or going on in the world, or I would see interactions. And white women without fail, without fail, will like come into a conversation, look around, be not be center of attention, bring up that they're not center of attention, be shut down, and then start crying. And it's like, like the tears will come and immediately recede back into the skull once everyone is like uncomfortable enough to just let it go and let it continue happening. And I, wow, it's terrifying to me. It's so, so terrifying to me because I mean, to weaponize something that you don't even possess, but know how to manipulate people into feeling a feeling towards you that you cannot feel towards anyone else is deranged. Like it is actually just, it, it is deranged. It's, it's giving, it's giving murder vibes. It's giving criminal energy. It's giving Ted Bundy, honestly. It's giving Ted Bundy. And I don't know anymore how to even combat that because I, it feels like I've been just banging my head against the wall for years. Like it really is just, it's a form of, it's manipulation. It's manipulation. I tweeted recently that the enemy isn't white men, it's white women because white women will forever be the weakest link and the biggest stop to liberation i really think and it's just because of the someone else said this and i i totally agree like white women and black men just link really well because it's a perfect storm of like having privilege but then also being a victim and then just refusing to acknowledge that privilege and staying in this lack mentality i don't even know if lack mentality is the right term to use it's huh how do i put this i feel like right now it's beneficial to be oppressed and it always has been i mean the way the world has been set up by the whites it's like everything is in relation to oppression and either how you are being oppressed how you can oppress others because that's like the only way anything counts like people get rich and then it seems like you go on social media you see all these people like flexing like i'm on a private jet like you won't even know like what it's like to be on and it's like hey why are you doing this because the only reason being rich matters is because it's in relation to someone else being poor and but now we're in this time where it's like feminism like wow white women with the wind of feminism beneath their sails just propelling them to greater heights of like the enemy and so it's like why won't is it so why is it so difficult 
for white women and for black men to acknowledge that yes, you may have a disadvantage, but see how your advantage and the way you use that advantage you have while only focusing on your disadvantage puts other people at a disadvantage. If that makes sense, there's a lot of disadvantages to use in one sentence. But it's just, it's crazy. It's insanity to me. Sorry, I'm shifting around. It's insanity to me and it must be stopped. It must be stopped and I need this. I just need prison. I'm all for abolition, but truly I need some people to go to prison first. I need some people to go to prison first because this is criminal behavior. What white women do to get people to shut up and cater to their every whim is criminal behavior. I literally have had someone equate going through drama with their then ex-boyfriend that they were still bungling with on the side to racial trauma. And I've seen in their eyes that it clicks, that somehow I'm missing something because it makes perfect sense in their reality. It makes perfect sense in their reality. I've never met someone more unaware, ill-equipped, just like delusional. I've never met a group of people with that more than what white women currently possess. Of just, and I mean delusion in the nicest way possible. Like not in a bad way, you know? I'm delusional too sometimes. And I'm delusional in my own ways. But it's this like weird way of moving about space where like everything just kind of has to happen exactly how you expect it to happen. Or or, or there's just like a total meltdown. Like a total, the brain just starts to short circuit. And wow. Okay, this is a PSA to the white women listening because you are actually still a part of the problem and you still do this for the most part. And unless I've personally, like personally told you in the past um, two weeks that you don't do this, you do this. I, it's just, it is just a reality. Why do you guys feel so sorry for yourselves all the time? Why, and why do you let other people disproportionately aid you when it's not, it doesn't have to be that way? I don't even know how to put it in words because I, I've never lived in that mindset to make it, it just doesn't make sense to me. But, hmm, why, why do you guys cry like that? Like, when questioned, why do the tears come? When, when questioned, when someone tells you like, hey, you're doing something that's a little bit fucked up, why can't you just like listen to that and move on and not instead be like, blah, 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 this very minor minimal thing is also happening to me. And so, oh, like, what am I gonna do? Like feel bad for you at this point? It's just like, oh, oh. 
oh, that's too bad. And I don't care because I have so much more to care about. And it's like, wow, um, get a grip, get a grip, please. Or go elsewhere away from people. I think the only way for the this, like, uh, oh, theory, theory. Most of the girls I've met, this is a this is a, a theory that pertains to my personal life. Most of the girls I've met that cannot be friends with other girls are white women, and let's talk about that dynamic. Let's talk about the one girl in an all guy group dynamic, because that's weird. That's suspicious. That's suspicious. Yeah, girls are too much drama, so I only really hang out with the guy. Why? Like, what? It's different. I will give a pass to women of color being in that realm of social group because you know what? We are raised in a system, a place, and a time that really sometimes the only way to feel like you are seen and valued is to be desired by a man and especially white men if you grow up in like really white spaces like they are like the epitome of what everyone is taught and told they should be that's how we're socialized. We're socialized to want to be like the white man. So I get that. Like throwing yourself, I used to be like that, throwing myself into environments full of dudes. Because I think like I like them. Honestly, most of them were pretty bad. But it was about being accepted by the oppressor. But I've since grown from that. But to specifically white women who do that to themselves, what is the reason? What is the reason? Like, this this thought is so half-baked because it's it's really been a recent development in my thinking and just watching Vanderpump Rules has really brought a lot of questions to the forefront and some questions I won't be able to answer. And so I'm asking my white women listeners, seriously DM me, let me know what exactly is going on for, for you. Have you grown? Have you changed? Did he call? Are you guys dating? Like, did you get what you wanted from this group situation? Did you get what you wanted from crying all the time? Did you get what you wanted from victimizing yourself constantly? Did you get what you wanted? Probably not. But I think I'm just gonna wrap that one up for now. I'll come back to it later. Uh, when I have more thoughts. I also want to, I'm kind of curious what my sister thinks about this one because, wow, like the people that have treated me the worst in my entire life have been white women. People who, because men are like, they're at the top. So they're just like unaware completely of exactly what it feels like to be hurt like or oppressed. So I think that for white men, oppression is more of like an effect of their behavior. You know, like in the sense that I don't really think, like some 
people do seek out to be shitty but like a lot of times my interactions with men have been like oh wow you poor thing you don't even know like what is going on for you because you're just so divorced from what it means to be human at this point because of your position on earth or within this like system but white women like know what it's like to be hurt by that system and it's hate i felt it it's vitriolic what they have done to me so maybe this is personal and it is a vendetta but you know what i'm very okay holding that grudge for the rest of my life and it's not like i'm gonna go out there and see people and hold that with me like i'll meet you and give you a chance but i just have no patience anymore for that because it's just so insidious it's so insidious it's a waste of time and it's always the feminists that are like the first ones to just tear people down and they don't even realize it like that's what i don't get it's crazy i have known like don't get back with your dumb doo-doo head ex and then call shit talk women for like doing something you didn't like that one time because your your ex was an ex for a reason but you're gonna go canoodle with them again and for what and be like terrible people the entire time more white women voted for trump this election how no spineless power hungry culture vultures that's what it's come down to for some of these people like vultures like literally like wow oh that's very interesting to me very interesting to me and i don't even want to talk about it anymore i have to go hold my crystals after this one because i'm a little bit upset to be completely honest a little bit upset something else has been weighing on me a little bit mental health is not an excuse anymore mental health is cannot be the excuse it is anymore because some of you guys really and maybe this is me projecting probably on some level yeah and am i speaking from a place of hurt mm, sure but honestly the people that throw around mental health the most are white people in my life i've noticed which is fine, you can't have your mental health issues. Where I draw the line is when the entire world is supposed to stop for you because you have mental health. And it's it's the way that like, your mental health cannot be a reason to treat another person terribly. And I actually, I'm just, I'm just so off that train. I'm so off that train because I've realized, you know what, we all have problems. And so for me, personally, I don't want people in my life that aren't actively working to solve those problems because I know having poor mental health can lead to you behaving in ways that don't highlight who you are as your best self and that don't allow you to really have much empathy for others because there is such a big cloud that is taking a lot of focus and it takes everything to take care of yourself but i'm serious if you are going through patterns not patterns like cycles over and over and over again and you know the people i'm talking about like people who just go and not cycles like dealing with manic depression or bipolar that's a different like that is a cyclical 
illness by nature. I mean, just like repetitive behaviors and patterns that you claim to eradicate and then just keep doing it. And but then just expecting people to stay in the vortex with you and to continue caring. Maybe my take is actually that it's completely fair for people to just cut you off because you can't deal with your mind in a healthy way. Especially, and this is especially for people that have the resources and the time, because I know some of you guys are out here living on unemployment money, going on vacation as recently as a week ago when the pandemic's never been worse, but you will be the first ones to say boo fucking who, my mental health when anyone asks you to think about anything outside of yourself and how you're gonna get your next Airbnb to drive into the sun, which is whew. Okay, if you're traveling right now, I'm moving forward. If you're traveling right now, this is extra fuck you. That's extra because whew, it's just interesting. I think there's so many layers to why this actually pisses me off. Because it's going to come out that, and there has been a discourse, like people are scamming unemployment, people are scamming unemployment and like taking the money. And the people that are actually scamming unemployment are like upper middle class people whose parents have homes in gated communities, whose parents buy them cars and pay for everything, who've been living off unemployment this entire summer and currently and have now recently decided to go do van life right now or to go get airbnbs to celebrate birthdays like birthdays that happened two weeks ago or to just drive to the sun because it's so depressing to be in washington right now because it's raining what like four days ago and they lie about it i had the privilege the privilege of overhearing a conversation where people just lie about what's going on. You you ask people like this straight up, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, who are you with? Where are you going? Which like, yeah, is invasive. These are pretty invasive questions to ask, but if these people, again, have been your friends for a couple years, it's totally fair. And when someone won't tell you exactly where they're going, they're like vague, like just driving to the sun. It's because they know they're doing something wrong or they would just say it. They would just say it. What is so good? What is so good right now about completely disrespecting the fact that there's a pandemic going on? I've had my weak moments, you know? Well, actually, I haven't. I haven't gone on vacation at all. But I've had moments, you know, where I'll walk down the sidewalk and just pull my mask down breathe the air but that shit goes right back up when someone is approaching me so really like yeah when i've been alone taking walks or something or outside or in the woods i might give myself you know a little space to breathe but it's also because my glasses get all foggy because my mask is it's a different issue but what is wrong with you <laughs> what is so selfish so Selfish. I, wow, some people have revealed themselves to be absolutely terrible people that honestly, here's my, if you've gone on a unnecessary vacate trip, if you've stayed in a home that is not owned by you or anyone you actually know, or in the same state that you have resided in for the bulk of the pandemic, there's a special place in hell for you. And you're going. And you're going. 
But I promise to to guarantee the fact that you experience some sort of hell, I promise to be absolutely demonic towards you from here on out. The guilt trip never ends with me. If you're going to do things, that should just be guilt inducing. I don't understand. It will never make sense. And I have decided to withdraw empathy from people like that. You know what also is another thing? I actually don't think there's like a world where black people and white people can necessarily really live in harmony. And I'm kind of on some like, maybe I do want segregation. Not like vintage segregation, but like, I really think that white people just have this this consumption mentality that's so baked in that I don't think they can be around other non-white people and not completely fuck shit up. I'm serious. White people, what is something that you do well that anyone has ever wanted to steal? What is something that you do well that anyone has ever wanted to steal? I've never once been like, I'm gonna go to this white person's TikTok dance. I've never wanted that for myself. I've never once been like, yeah, I wanna hate my wife like the best of them and resent my kids and live in the suburbs with a a white picket fence. And then, oh my gosh, this is another callback to Vanderpump Rules, but this is white culture. Being so turned off by your wife bringing up the fact that having a prank where someone gets arrested is actually not a prank, that you verbally abuse her in front of everyone because it's like, why would you even say that? We're all having fun and you're ruining a good moment. I've seen what happens in groups of all white people. Real Housewives, Vanderpump Rules, Jersey Shore. It's entertaining, but it's trash. The Kardashians. That's you guys. And the Kardashians aren't even real people because they've stolen everything. And I can't even use those examples of like other people in pop culture because once again, they are vultures. And when they're not, you just see them for what they are. And it's horrible, vapid, empty people. Granted, this is like a special type of person, like a, the reality star, but it's it just trickles down. I've never really felt included in a lot of spaces, especially in Bellingham. I don't feel good in most spaces. And I know that people really just aren't actually listening to me and that the listening either comes from a place of defensiveness or a place of like, yeah, because I'm hearing this information, I already did all the work I need to do, that it's just completely missed. And it's just wild that there's this inability to like, retain information that's offensive and upsetting and there's not even a drive or desire to see beyond what already is like okay i was watching this youtube video with this girl in her description like put a disclaimer that she's like i am a leftist but then like completely shit on people for wanting safe spaces and at that point and all the there's like these dudes in the comments that are like, oh my god, triggered SJWs like wanting a safe space. What is so bad about wanting to feel good somewhere? 
What is so bad about that? Why are people being clowned for saying like, hey, you know, I would actually prefer to not feel bad in my general life. But everyone has this mindset of like, oh, well, I suffered. So you have to suffer too. release the suffering. And why is it that people of color, I'm talking about, but right now I'm talking about black people. Why do we, and I was listening to the Bubba and Flex podcast and they talked about this and it really just hit different. Why do oppressed people have to forgive people? Why are celebrities being so stupid right now? No backbone. So much money, no backbone. But also they won't have one because honestly, at this point, we all know who celebrities have voted for. It was Donald Trump, by the way. And that should not really be a surprise to anyone because they're rich people. So, of course, why would they vote to get taxed? Because there's no way they ethically have millions and millions and millions of dollars that they're hoarding. And they're going to go and be like, just be really extra kind to people that voted for Trump. Why? I think we should legally be allowed to kill them. I don't really want to be nice to someone that literally doesn't even see me as a person. You know, I'd rather just be mean to them. I also just... Why? Like... Wow. The more I talk during this whole episode, the more I just know in my heart that we're being scammed. That someone's playing a big cosmic joke on us as humans because wow the galaxy is so big the galaxy really is just far too big too big for her own good and to be here on earth and be consumed by politics but then for people to just take it upon themselves to be racist and just not learn or like try and work with other people and understand perspectives and just say, oops, I was wrong. To do to take it upon yourself to just deliberately be obtuse is is useless because the the galaxy is too big to be this stupid. The galaxy is too big for y'all to die on these hills. To die on these hills that are ugly. Hills that have never made anyone happy. Clowning people for wanting to be generally happy and protected in the world is so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Imagine, picture this. You wake up and you're miserable and you take out everyone else. Imagine waking up, being a white person, and then getting upset when someone's like, you kind of are a monster sometimes. Instead of just doing the rational thing and that's apologizing and moving on. And then being praised for the ability to grow and change. That's There's so much reward in just becoming a better person, being nice to people. And people just won't do that. They just won't do that because they would rather be right about what? Some of you hoes are so sad. I see it in your eyes. Empty individuals all you can do is prove to other people you're having the best life by traveling during a pandemic which makes you look so stupid 
flexing how much wealth you have when there is literally a class war in the works. So thank you for letting me know whose house I'm pulling up to first with a guillotine. And just having all white friend groups really like you guys some people just do that to themselves they just take it upon themselves to to live in a world where that is it are you not embarrassed imagine how tired we are imagine how tired we are this episode kind of has derailed a little bit because i didn't realize the deep well of anger I had in me. Honestly, I've been on a pretty good regimen of smoking spliffs. So it gets me, my mind just so relaxed and so not in fight mode. And now that I'm just like vibing, I had a coffee, I'm riled. I'm riled to the gods. And I'm sitting in a closet, which always just makes me feel some type of way, you know? always makes me feel some type of way but yeah wow let's just like have a moment of silence together let's take a couple deep breaths and really just let all that sink in just in for three two one and out and with it release respectability politics Release being the bigger person. Release not holding grudges. I don't actually get that. I will never get that because I think legally we should be allowed to be mad always and forever. And if you really think about it, we should talk about why people villainize anger so much. It's really beneficial for people that hurt other people to have everyone like really doing their best to not be angry. But something I learned at a very young age is that my strength often, well, sometimes, not often, sometimes comes from my ability to stay mad because I then won't allow people to pretend. Okay, here's the thing. People, I would have to be mad forever if the word sorry just didn't mean or it just meant something, you know? But it doesn't really mean anything. People apologize all the time, but they will never actually think they're wrong. They'll never know what they did is wrong, especially if what they did that's wrong to you is a microaggression or extremely nuanced. Um, They'll never know. And so at the very least for white people that have wronged me, I stay mad because I will treat you exactly how I know your soul is. And if I know for a fact you have not done anything to be anti not anti-anti-blackness and if anything your friend groups have gotten wider and wider since you last wronged me i'm i'm doubling down on that i'm doubling down on that there's no reason for me to like forgive you or make you feel good and and it's stupid and it honestly makes you look like a clown in the end it makes you look like a clown in the end i the amount of times People will completely fuck up and just get protected by society is embarrassing to me. I think it's a scam that empathy means 
that you then have to not be mad at someone or typically it's seen as like when people are like i'm an empath oh okay let's that's a different topic for a different day like because low-key fuck people who are like i'm an empath and people who are but empathy is always like if you're empathetic like you're just a kind soul and blah 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 no if i'm empathetic that means i can put myself in your shoes and i'm in there long enough to know i don't care i felt it that is really really hard but hey i don't care because sometimes the sh- like the shoes that people are wearing are shoes that they made and built out of like destruction and pain the destruction and pain of others especially why am i gonna feel bad like why would i feel bad for someone who like the only reason they feel that they have the right to feel sorry for themselves is because of these unjust power dynamics that we've all been socialized into why would i feel bad about that that is just that's punishment that's exactly what you should have expected to happen if you were going to act out of pocket and then think everyone's going to move on from that if anything if you want to act that way just assume that everyone's going to hate you forever because it's really going to free you from the shackles of clownery ridiculous here's another hot take i don't really trust people who get back with exes multiple times now there's you know what there's gonna be nuance to this one because i just know someone is mad right now at me but okay here's the thing so when your ex is like a shitty person not just to you but to others and you get back with them i'm gonna assume you're evil as well i'm gonna assume you're evil as well and really good at hiding it because um or like or if you have a best friend still from childhood who like sucks you're evil i'm i don't make the rules you're evil i wish society was built in a way where you know people could actually be accountable to their actions but it's not and so because of that you cannot stick around people that are um bad people because there's no argument you can make that they've changed or been accountable to anything they've done i here's what i believe i believe that we should be so we should shun people i think we should go back to shunning people because honestly a lot of people would learn if their entire support system completely vanished and instead went towards helping victims of their behavior and not like trying to teach them like i swear some people do stuff that's like out of pocket some people do stuff that's out of pocket some people do out of pocket things i can't even grammar right now some people do out of pocket things just for the attention it will bring because i know for a fact there are people who are continuing to say offensive things or question why is it always about i swear they're doing it for the attention 
I swear they're doing it because they just want everyone to rush in and be like, no, I see in your soul you're not a racist or a bad person. Come back to us. Come back. They were always like that, you guys. They were always like that. So stop going back to them. Stop hanging out with them. They're evil. That's why you are sad all the time. If you are sad all the time, and someone gives you the wonderful excuse of your friends are racist, take that as an opportunity to like sit, be honest with yourself, realize that the people around you probably weren't making your life situation any better and then leave. Like it's just, it's, it's not that hard. And I'm talking really right now to my peers. And I mean peer in like, uh, you know what, whatever. You can assume what I mean by peer specifically, but like leave everyone just acts so trapped by people in their lives and it's it, why why do we why do we do that why do we allow that why why the question is why the answer is i don't know and the reaction is wow wow that's really crazy. That's wild. That's weird. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Oh, also, if you are over the age of 21 and you are seeing someone that is um, under the age of 21, I have questions for you. I have a lot of questions for you and the more that gap widens the more questions i have because honestly the person i am pre and post legal id is very different i feel like that happens to a lot of people also i've been hanging out i there's just really not much in common especially with someone who didn't finish their freshman year because of the pandemic you cannot tell me someone who is just now figuring out how to live away from their parents has any level of power in a relationship with you who has lived away from home for four going on five years now like that's just not possible and like what is the desire and what is the drive and why 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 <laughs> why why are you doing that oh Here's another one. Uh, don't sit there, look me in the eyes and tell me you love someone when what you say the best thing about them is, is like the things they do for you and or others. Like that's not love, that's a transaction. That's like me saying, oh, I love Twitter because, or that's like not, no, I do love Twitter. And Twitter doesn't have to do anything for me. I love Twitter. But I mean, talking about like love in that sense towards people is the same way I talk about like why I love certain websites or shows because of like what it gives me. Like not just, like, and that's fine for products, but for people like it better be something deeper. Better be something deeper. If someone tells you to leave them alone, leave them alone. Leave them alone. It's, it's so horrible. 
it's so horrible. It actually disgusts me. It disgusts me because like to not like respect someone's wishes, like this one doesn't leave them alone in a state where they're like sober and fine. And then when they're not, you know, like have a moment of weakness and like, oh my God, just leave them alone. Leave them alone. Especially if, like, cause I know there's times where it's like, I am maybe reaching out, but I'm also incapacitated. And if you really love me, you would know that and leave me alone. Like some things have to hurt. And just because there's pain felt during separation does not mean separation is not what you're supposed to do. I just don't understand. People like, oh, wow. So watching people stay in these like really painful and toxic relationships because they feel lonely and going in like that is you're never going to be good to anyone that way. You'll never be good to anyone that way. And I frankly find it so gross, so gross that some people like literally have the audacity to look me in the eye, say they love someone and then in the same breath say they're going to go hook up with someone else. And during a pandemic, that is not very mindful if you love someone you probably wouldn't want to up the risk of covid for them but what do i know <laughs> what do i know i am just a person and i could be completely wrong but honestly i just don't think so so i'm gonna go with i'm not wrong anyways i'm going to you know, I'm going to end on a positive. I'm going to end on a positive and just kind of wind down a little bit because this ended up being a rant. This was a long one, an angry one. But it was necessary. And there's a lot of topics that I want to go back and explore further. And I also want to hear from you guys. Actually, I actually want to hear from you guys what you think about some things. And, you know, maybe later down the line, I will provide some nuance. These weren't even my hottest takes, but I am just really, some some things I just got to keep to myself, you know, got to keep the people guessing. But I'm going to end on a, a high note, or if not a high, at least a more comforting note. And just let every anyone know, especially people that have been going through a lot of change and people who have like actually cut people off because of differing beliefs or, or because you found out they don't care for you, the way you need to be cared for and... and I think it's come out recently that it, a lot of people haven't been loved in a way that they need to be loved or deserve to be loved. And I just want to say to anyone who's like going through the ramifications of like having a spine and actually trying to build a life that reflects what you believe to just like keep going, you know, it sucks and it's super hard and there are days when I'm sad too. Like I know I did the right thing, but I'm sad. But being sad doesn't mean you did the wrong thing. And also like being sad is okay sometimes. It sucks and it's extra hard because of quarantine. But something I realized actually very recently is that losing people is also extra hard because a lot of those people I spent the some of my last moments enjoying pre-COVID life with. And so my yearning for going back to that life in some ways 
is all entangled with these people and like it's just kind of intensified all the emotions I feel around it but I can't say it's going to be fine because I think we live in hell but it's you're doing the right thing you're doing the right thing and even if you just need to talk to yourself have a conversation a pep talk just let yourself know like hey um I'm doing what's right by me and it might not be current me, but it definitely is a future me because these people, some of them are heinous, spineless bozos who don't deserve me at my best and or worst. And yeah, really just take time to care for yourself and remind yourself of how incredible you are. Human beings are wonderful and great. And I know this episode, it sounds like I hate all of them, but I really do love humans a lot. And even the bad ones, because it gives me something to think about and talk about. And, you know, honestly, I'm glad I can live vicariously through white people and just see the consequences of being sometimes evil um, and unaware. There's nothing worse than unaware peoples, you know? But yeah, take care of yourselves, protect yourselves the best you can. Um, If you need to pick me up or just want to have a conversation with someone, reach out to me. I would love to hear from people and if it will mean anything at all, I am more than happy to offer words of encouragement and hear what's going on. Um, Yeah, guys, I'm uploading to my Patreon later today or at the latest tomorrow morning i know i said everything was gonna come at the end of the week but okay surprise surprise i don't even know what day it is so i say a lot of things and i do mean it in theory but in practice it's just not gonna be happening but i am realigning my chakras and getting back on top of it so hopefully i can be the hostess we old serve you know what i mean Anyways, guys, thanks for listening and joining this very angry, honestly, kind of nuanced episode of Gooped. My Instagram is G-double-O-P underscore E-D. My birthday is tomorrow. So Venmo me if I've taught you anything or if I've actually ever even like laid eyes upon you. It's a holy thing. It's a blessing and I need to pay rent. I love you guys. Happy week of my birthday to all.